Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Fantasy for the Ages, the show where father and son get together and talk about fantasy, science fiction, and other nerdy things we enjoy. This is a Just Jim episode today, a quick take, and specifically about fantasy fiction. If you enjoy what I have for you today, remember to like it down below. We hope you subscribe, leave some comments in the comment box, and check out the show notes area on other ways you can get a hold of Zach and I. So let's talk about fantasy classics that hooked me on fantasy. We all have our own unique experiences of getting into the genre. Who put that first fantasy book into your hands? Or did you find it yourself? A school or public library, maybe? Or were you browsing through a used bookstore when you were maybe just a little older and some amazing cover art sucked you in? You know what I'm talking about. For me, I've loved to read for as long as I can remember. My mom enjoyed all sorts of literature, fantasy included, so I had access to whatever books I wanted to try. The public library was my early source. I would be taken by my mom, and then as I got a little older, I was walking back and forth all by myself, right in the midst of Chicago, Illinois. It was a different day back then when nine or ten-year-old Jimmy is walking blocks and blocks to the public library, and everything's safe. Uh, of course, there was also public school, and we had our own library there, and there was a source of fantasy fiction again. In high school, once I got a job, I joined the Science Fiction Book Club. I got to make some initial selections for a big whopper of books that came my way, and then every month there would be some more options. But that initial draw, whew, got some winners in that too. Now, Science Fiction Book Club... Yeah, fantasy was lumped in. Every month I had options that included fantasy, and I'll admit my leanings came through strong right away early on. I read some sci-fi, but fantasy was where my love was. Once I hit college, around the corner, I found a, a neat little used bookstore just right on the corner of two busy streets, not too far away. I had no car. I could walk. And I scored a number of charming books there. A few I actually still have today. I'm lucky. I landed on some great fantasy fiction early on. Age appropriate and then more challenging as the years went by, and it just all sucked me deeper and deeper into the genre. So here's the books I think I owe a debt to, the ones that firmed up my love for this genre of literature. We start off with the 14 books of Oz by L. Frank Baum. I read these third, fourth grade. It was the summer in between those two years. I distinctly remember because it was a summer reading program for the public library. And I just powered through all of these books. After I read each one, I had to go give a summary to a librarian. And I think I put her to sleep multiple times because I couldn't stop talking about the books. I didn't give a brief summary. I wanted to tell the whole story. Kind of like I've done in some of these episodes. <laughs> but I loved that world that Baum had created. We move on from there to the seven books of the Chronicles of Narnia by C.S. Lewis. Again, a whole nother world that's been created. These are both portal fantasies. You know, you go from one world to another, starting in our world, of course, but there's a way into this other realm. And in this case, Narnia. Different characters are introduced as the books go by, but the imagination is beautiful. 
I loved it. There's also, I mean, that's allegory. There's some deeper themes there. I am a Christian, so I connect with some of those. But you don't have to be a Christian to enjoy these books. They're great fantasy. Well done, C.S. Lewis. Helped reel me in. I remember distinctly the public school's library I could access as a fifth grader had a book called, and I had to research this to find where was this book, The Greek Gods by Dorothy Evslin, Bernard Evslin, and Ned Hoops. This book was originally published in 1966, really aimed at adolescence. I found it as a paperback. It's not very thick. It's still available. <laughs> you could still buy this book through the Scholastic Book Club and probably some other ways. That's a long time for a book to be out, but I got to read all the great stories of the Greek myths. And that's another form of fantasy. Enjoyed it deeply. My imagination was sparked in so many ways. Way before Percy Jackson comes along, we got the real myths. And I dug them. High school is that science fiction book club, and there were some two big hits I got in that opening bonanza of picks. Wow, the Harper Hall of Pern by Anne McCaffrey. Always in for a deal, and that was three books in one. It was an omnibus version. That's my entry to the Dragon Riders of Pern series. Now, these are not the first Pern books. They're early on, but they're out of order if you read these first. But that's what I did and loved them. I was a little lost what was going on in the beginning, but there's enough there just with these stories that you can figure it out and fall in love with them. Later, I go back and find the rest of the Dragon Riders of Pern, and everything makes a lot more sense. And of course, I've done a more recent reread of those books, and they're still just so good. Also in that initial Science Fiction Book Club selection, I got The Chronicles of Amber, the complete 10-book set. I got them in two books, first half, second half, but they both came in that one selection. These are by Roger Zelazny. This was fantasy that was a little higher in my ability to understand as a younger fantasy reader. I'm definitely going to reread these sometime because there's some goodness in there that I'm sure I didn't appreciate, but I enjoyed enough of what I was seeing to want more fantasy. That's what this is about. It wasn't very long after all of this that I found Tolkien. I read The Hobbit. I moved on to The Lord of the Rings. And then by this time already, The Silmarillion was also out. So I could read the whole batch. And I'm just completely immersed in Middle Earth, in this amazing, deep, comprehensive world Tolkien had written. I didn't care for the poems and songs so much. I know Tolkien was a master of the written language and he loved this sort of thing. But I read them all. I still got what I was supposed to get from them. But the deeper appreciation for this greater story at all levels, when you add in the Silmarillion, was captivating to me. And I was completely all in. I'll give one more thing then that I found fairly early. And I, I can't say whether I found this before Tolkien or after. But the original Dragonlance Chronicles... I was middle school playing Dungeons and Dragons, and then there's these books that are set in the same kind of setting. Fantastic, just fun. These stories of Kryn, these early adventurers who are out there. Oh, good memories. So Margaret Weiss, Tracy Hickman writing those. Again, I owe you a debt. You were part of what pulled me in.
That's it for me. I'd love to know what was the thing, what were the books that hooked you in fantasy fiction? You might be much younger than me. You may have newer things there. Heck, I should ask Zach and say, okay, what would you do if you make this same episode? Maybe I'll get him to do it sometime. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll talk to you next time.